Welcome to the All Souls Episcopal Parish in Berkeley's Sermon Podcast. Today is the seventh Sunday of Easter, and we hear from Reverend Maggie Foote as she preaches from the lectionary, which was Acts chapter 16, verses 16 to 34. As always, you can find more sermons or more information about All Souls on our homepage, which is allsoulsparish.org. My thoughts this week, like I imagine many of yours as well, have been occupied by the shooting in Uvalde, Texas on Tuesday that resulted in the deaths of 19 children and three adults, including the shooter's grandmother. As the days have gone on and more details about the victims, the survivors, and the police response to the incident have become available, the more my head seems to be swimming. I can't keep up with the deluge of information and the mix of emotions swirling in my own heart. This week has been heavy and I'm struggling to gather my own thoughts, let alone share them this morning in a way that's polished or fully formed. But nevertheless, here we are. In his book, What Shall We Say? Thomas Long says that we don't preach because the sermon is finished. We preach because it's Sunday and the time to speak has come. Well, friends, it's Sunday after a long week full of despair that was preceded by another week full of tragedy. And this is all I have to offer. In the midst of all the heartbreak and tragedy and death and brokenness in our world, we have a story. Sometimes that story comforts us, Sometimes it challenges us. Sometimes it teaches us something. Almost always, it helps us look at our world in a new way. It illuminates something we had not yet seen or understood. This week, in the part of the story we have just heard, we encounter the disciples, Paul and Silas, as they are being thrown in prison for casting out a spirit from a little girl whose owners had been making money off of her condition. While they're in prison, Paul and Silas sing and pray aloud to God. God responds to their supplications by causing the earth to tremble, and all of the doors of the prison swing open, and the shackles fall from their wrists and their their ankles. When the jailer returns to find the doors open and all the prisoners unbound, he begins to attempt to take his own life. But Paul stops him and says, we're all here. And the jailer becomes a believer and asks to be baptized. This is the third story of a prison break in the book of Acts. The first one, um, but it's the first one that results in any sort of conversion. In the first two stories in chapters 5 and 12, After the imprisoned disciples were let out, they left the area, in one case heading directly to the temple to continue teaching, and in another going into hiding. So what's different about our story this morning? Paul and Silas, along with all the other prisoners, when they have the opportunity to seize their own freedom and head for the hills, they don't take it. They stay. 
When the Spirit shows up and starts moving in the world, Paul and Silas hang around and make sure that everyone can feel it. And it isn't until the jailer also is broken free from the system of imprisonment that they depart. So friends, if I have one thing or one thought to offer you on a week like this, it's this. If we're going to live into the life in the spirit that God calls us to, the kind of life that makes the earth tremble and breaks loose the chains of injustice, then we have to bring everyone with us. We have to hang in there and stay right there in the rubble of the broken down prisons of our own making until even the jailers are set free from them. Our nation is plagued by these prisons of our own creation. Racism, sexism, homophobia, ableism, xenophobia, transphobia, and on and on. Systems of oppression that keep certain groups of people contained, unable to flourish to reach their full potential, and unable to just live safely in America. And each one of these systems has their own prisoners and its own jailers. Maybe you yourself are a prisoner to one and a jailer in another. In any case, the hallmarks of these systems are the desire for domination and control by any means necessary, and an idolatry of violence and control so pervasive that there are no regulations in place that could stop an 18-year-old from purchasing an automatic weapon that's meant for war and turning it on a classroom of fourth graders. This is the prison we're living in, all of us, together. Everyone from vulnerable school children to gun dealers to politicians who make their money from the NRA. Some are the prisoners and some are the jailers, but either way, we're all held captive by the evil at work in these systems and we can't break out of them on our own. For these systems to break down and for the doors and shackles to open and a new way of life to emerge, we all have to be set free. We have to bring everyone with us and we can't leave anyone behind. We can't sneak out of our cells under the cover of darkness seeking only our own freedom. If we long for true conversion and a new way of life for our whole society, that's congruent with the dream that God has for us. Willie James Jennings in, in, his, own, in his commentary on Acts put it, puts it this way. This deliverance of the captives must include the jailer because redemption must come to him if the prisoners are to be set free. Those who are aligned to the technology of the prison must also be shown the new order of life in the spirit if they would imagine life beyond cell and chain. Like Paul and Silas and the other prisoners, we can't be satisfied with the individual opportunity for freedom because the truth is that it's a mirage. It's a myth. Individual freedom doesn't exist until communal freedom does. So we stay. We stay in relationship. We stay in conversation. 
because we can't transform these broken systems by being at a distance from one another. Without standing in the rubble together, looking around at the systems that have failed all of us, and believing that there's another way. Believing that God wants more for all of us and not just for the people who are on our side. And when we as individuals can't stay, or we need a break, or we need some space, we trust that our community in the body of Christ will stay in the ring on our behalf. And we can't ever stop singing and praying to our God from inside these prisons. We can't ever lose hope that the Holy Spirit is on her way. And she's coming with a fiery justice that will set us free from the prisons we have fashioned for ourselves. But we must stay present to one another, resisting the urge to distance ourselves from and demonize those who, have, who we perceive to be the jailers. Because real, true, and lasting change only comes when it comes for all of us, prisoner and jailer alike.